And I'll tell you, you know what? If you come back during the war, when we were being persecuted, when we were being massacred, when I was scared every day when I woke up, I wouldn't see the night. I would die that day. I would have grabbed at any opportunity to go. But right now, what, what am I missing? I'm being taken care of. We've been given our bread and potatoes every day. No one's hurting us anymore. So what more is there to offer that I don't have here in the camp where I am? What would we tell that child? A child never who doesn't remember life before the war. A child doesn't know what anything else was besides for the concentration camp he was in before or the displaced person camp he's in now. What would we tell the child? How would we convince them that there's better that they have right now? So there are three possible options. Maybe it depends on where the child's holding, his maturity. There are three options. The one option is the simplest option. And they say, they say, look, you don't know how much good you can get. You're grateful now that you have bread and potatoes and you're not starving anymore. But there's a world of other things you've never experienced. There's a world more than that that you can enjoy, that you can appreciate, that you don't have yet. I can offer you much better conditions, much better food, much better accommodation than you have right now. That's one option. And if the child's a little bit older and a little bit more mature, so there's something else we can tell them also. And as it's true you're in a situation now where you're not scared for your life, no one's persecuting you, no one's attempting to kill you, but there's nothing further to do in the camp where you are. You're missing out on so many opportunities. Life is valuable and we can do so much with it. And just sitting in a camp doing nothing and waiting for the next meal, you're missing out on what you can achieve. And if you're in a different setting, there's so much you can do, there's so much you can learn, there's so much you can accomplish. There's so much more that you can do. That's the second option. And that's true. A lot of those children in the DT camps who eventually brought their Israel. The Panovich was one of the most instrumental figures in bringing Yisoyim from the camps to Israel and eventually bringing them into the Yeshiva, where they developed into the Bina Chachamim. And there's a third option too. And this is a bit more difficult to explain to somebody. And that is, for a child who's forgotten what it was before the war, to have the environment of a loving family. He only knows one thing. He knows how terrible the camps were, and this is better than that. That's true. But even being given your hand out of food from the camp kitchen doesn't compare to a Shabbos meal with the family camp. It's not the same atmosphere, it's not the same environment, it's not the same feeling. It's not the same interest in you as a person. When you're just another number who has to get taken care of, to when you're a child <coughs> who's a, individual in your own right. You can't compare. And pity the child who grew up with a situation they never knew know what that means. So we said three things. Number one, whatever conditions a person has, you can offer him better conditions. Number two, 
You can look at the, the long, the, a longer view. And so it's not just this physical circumstances you're in. It's how much are you able to accomplish? How much are you able to achieve? And number three, it's altogether a different experience. <coughs> the connection that one person has in a family, it's an altogether different experience. You can't even compare it. And that is, if that's the case, let's think again to our situation today here in Golis. And let's look to what the Gemara tells us. And what Chazal tells us could be different. Is going to be different when Mashiach comes. Was different when there was a Vesemikrash. Because yes, we can look at what we have and we think we're very satisfied. We have a full, a rich, from life. We hear in Eretz Yisrael, we can learn Torah to our heart's content. We aren't being deprived, we aren't being persecuted in any way. What are we missing? Let's look at what the Gemara tells us. On the simplest level, the Gemara tells us we don't know what bracha means today. I've forgotten what it means to live a life of bracha. Because even if collectively Kal Yisrael aren't being punished, even if collectively Kal Yisrael aren't facing extermination or persecution today, there are still so many Torahs that people have. Some people have Torahs of health, with family, with Parnassa, with the children, with their parents, whatever it's going to be. And the Gemara says, to find the person who has no Torahs, that everything is easy for them. There's nothing to interfere with them in the Rabbanus Hashem, is very rare. And we know that when the Kabbalah comes, those things will get taken care of. Hashem will be Merapi of the Chodim. Hashem will provide enough to Shef, enough bravo that nobody is going to be missing Parnassim. And the Oha Nabi will come, And therefore, whatever we see missing in what we would describe today as a more ideal, as a more perfect world, as a way where we would see ourselves without any of the issues that we face, that's the first, the simplest level what we have to look forward to. But, that's true, and for many people that's in the home. For people who suffer in problems, for people who are going through various uh, health issues, or other issues. And the Ayin Yahweh Ezri, where is the salvation going to come from? Mashiach. When HaKadosh Baruch brings the Gula, he'll take care of these things through. But that's only the smallest level of why we want Mashiach. What about the person who Baruch Hashem doesn't have any problems right now? The person who's successful, the person who has what they need? What for them becomes the reason to look forward to Mashiach? Let's go to the second thing you said. How much more could we be achieving? I want to ask you a question. For those of you, I'm sure many of you have learned Chavitchayim. Chavitchayim's book, we talked about not to speak Russian, right? In the introduction to Chavitchayim, said, he says like this. We know HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a person with Ramach, a Varim and Shasar Gedim, with 248 organs and 365 Gedim, or muscles, and that's not by chance because the parallels exactly 
the mitzvahs are say of the Torah, the positive mitzvahs of the Torah, it's written by Yerevan, and the mitzvahs of the Torah, 365. And he brings from the Midrash that therefore, in order for a person, so to speak, to give a chius, to give a life, to give a spiritual energy to that, any organ or any muscle, any sinew in the person's body, he needs to perform the corresponding mitzvah. And if a person manages to, in some way, be a part of accomplishing the Tariag mitzvahs, then a person like that has a full chiyos, a full measure of spiritual life in the Ramadan. And what the Chavetz Chaim writes there, that a person who isn't careful of what he says, and if that's the case, he's damaging his tongue. So he won't have a tongue, so to speak, with that chiyos in the world to come. So that's the case. And we need to Makayim 613 mitzvahs to complete our spiritual development. So here I want to throw out a question. If I would ask you to guess how many of those mitzvahs is it possible for a person to keep today? I'm not talking on a day-to-day -day basis, but even on a rare possibility. Shalach HaKen is not a mitzvah which comes up too often, but it's possible. How many mitzvahs would it be possible for a person to keep today out of the Tariyag mitzvahs? Any ideas? 400. 400. Any other ideas? 35. The Chavetz Chaim has a sefer called the Sefer Mitzvah Sakatsar when he goes through the Tariyag mitzvahs and he makes a short list of the mitzvahs that a person can keep today. And he gets to 160-something mitzvahs. That's about a third less of the mitzvahs that a person is mechuyed in. And if you understand what the Chavetz Chaim himself wrote in, in his Haftana, the mitzvahs aren't optional extras. We need them. We need them to fulfill ourselves spiritually. We need them because each mitzvah has an effect on a different part of the person. Then you can have a question. How are we going to Mekayim all the mitzvahs? There are so many mitzvahs we can't do today. All the mitzvahs which relate to the basin of God, we don't have. The mitzvahs which only exist in Kayim Israel, all of in Israel, we don't have. The mitzvahs which relate to being pure spiritually and having a paradoma, we don't have. The mitzvahs which relate to the basin of English, we don't have either. So we left with very, very few mitzvahs that we can accomplish. And if we're now going to look at the mitzvahs that we can do, so we're going to see that even those mitzvahs, we can't do as well today as we could do in the Western English. We can't be kind in the same way. We say every day after Domini, that you shall build the base of Mikdash and give us our chedek in the Torah. Yeah, we can learn Torah today already. There are thousands of people doing that. So shouldn't we say that first? Give us our chedek in the Torah that we can do already now. And then in the future, you'll build the base of Mikdash. Says the villain going, no. Because if there's no base of Mikdash, we can't get to our chedek in Torah. The siyat al-tishmaya that a person could get in learning when there was a base of Mikdash, is way, way beyond what a person can get today. 
And we put in the effort and we try, and we know we're not achieving nearly as much in our understanding of Torah now as we could if there'd be a base of English. So we say, Hashem, we're asking you, should you buy the base of English, give us back the base of English, because then you understand the Torah. And how about this, Hashem? It's minimal. We can daven, we can say it And it's all part of Abba Hashem. But compared to when you can bring Karbanas, and compared to we had the Abba the Beis HaMikdash, there is a right, it's a me'ain, it's a taste of what Abba Hashem used to be. And we say that too. V'sham na'avod chobiyira. There, then, when we have the Beis HaMikdash, we can serve Hashem as well. Isn't that a tragedy? We only have one night to live. And there's so much we're missing out on. We could live so much better. We could be in such more, so much of a higher darga. We could gain so much more if we would be living in the time of the best of English. That's the second reason. We're putting in the effort. We're learning. We're dominating. We're doing what we can. But we're achieving so much less. That's our second reason to look to feel we're missing out on something if we don't have the base of English. And now the last point. We said you can't compare. A person who has never had the experience of the closeness of being at home, to someone who knows what it's like to grow up with a parent to look after them and care for him or her. Where does this marshal is the marshal of the Gemara. And the Gemara says in Brahma, three times a day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries. And he says, Oy lahem lebanim shegolu me'al shulchan avim. One to the children. Oy. For the children who have been banished from their father's table. And why does Hashem cry about it? Because the children who've been banished don't even realize what they're missing out on. They don't cry about it. And we can't blame ourselves because we never experienced the alternative. We never knew what it meant to be at Hashem's table. We never knew what it meant to have that kirva, that closeness that there was, that we can cry about the fact that we've lost it. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu did know what it meant to have Kal Yisrael who were close. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu can see the difference today between a Kal Yisrael who aren't at their father's table, who aren't at home. And he can cry that. Let's try and understand. Imagine what it would be like if every time after you doubled and you really tried hard, and you put your heart into something. And you finish the davening, and I have to look up and wait for Akkadish Baruch to answer you. Hashem will say, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Hashem will say, not yet, it's not the right time, wait for the finish. Imagine if we had an answer for every filler. Imagine if every time we weren't sure if we were doing the right thing, we could ask Akkadish Baruch, are we confused? We don't know what the right decision to make is. 
and you get that direction, you get that value. So us, we never knew a world like that. But when there was the Beis HaMikdash, and when there was Nebuah, and when there was Ruach HaKadosh, that's the life Kal Yisrael lived. And if the mitzvah is meant to have the effect of making a person more ruchni, making a person on a higher level, then when ruchnias was tangible, you could feel that. And the Gemara tells us that Yerushalayim was called Mesoyz Lechol Aretz. It was called the happiest place in the world. A person would come to Yerushalayim, he'd bring a carbon, and I feel greater. And I feel better. I could tangibly feel the difference in Ruchnius when I did something good. That's what it means to be at home. When you have a relationship and you do something and your parents are afraid to compliment you, well done. I feel good about it. Whereas in, if I'm not in Hama, in a VP camp, so I'm just a number, no one really cares so much. The difference between our experience today, we still learn and we still do mitzvahs. But we don't feel the response. We don't feel, we don't hear. We aren't aware of Hapadish Baruch's reaction. So, what we've spoken about in the first half of this year is if we're looking for things to feel, what do we miss today that we don't have a base of English? I think we can define three separate areas. Number one, even the life we're living today isn't always perfect. There's still service. There's still this youngness. There's still the people. Number two, we're so limited in how much we can do. As much as there are options available to us today, and the amount of mitzvahs, and how much we can achieve with our mitzvahs. And we're trying to achieve. We're so limited with the results of those. And number three, we, don't, we aren't able to feel the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's response, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's process, even when we do the mitzvahs. But now let's ask another question. Maybe this is the most important question. And that is, what are we going to gain by feeling bad about it? Tal Yisrael have been waiting for nearly 2,000 years for Mashiach. And throughout those 2,000 years, there were always those good Jews, there was always those documented Konyas who were Mitzapadi Yeshua who were waiting for Mashiach to come. And knew exactly what it meant that they didn't have. Because they were in God's. What do we gain by waiting? By feeling the loss, by feeling the lack of what we don't have, what does it give us? So to answer that question, I want to share with you a principle. This is the Rambam in two different places. He says in Hilkos Chuvin, again in Hilkos Barachim. Why do we wait for Mashiach? Stands the Rambam. The Chachamim, the Nevi'im, 
the greatest of the Jewish people. Waited for Mashiach. Why? Like a day she used to tell Kalaylam. We're not waiting for Mashiach because then we know that Kalaylam will again be the center of the world power. We'll be the leading civilization of the time. That's not the reason we're waiting for Mashiach. Not because you know, when Mashiach comes, we'll all be wealthy, we'll all be healthy, we'll have everything we need. That's not a reason to wait for Mashiach either. That's true. That's not the reason to wait for Mashiach. What's the reason to wait for Mashiach? Says the Rana. Elo the reason that they went for Mashiach was because Mashiach provides the optimum circumstances for a person to progress in Torah and in Zavarus Hashem. What do we mean the optimum circumstances? What prevents us now from doing as much as we can to achieve in Torah and Zavarus Hashem? Well, those times that the Jewish people were persecuted by the Goyim, that would be the first major reason which prevents us achieving what we could. What we call the fact that we're in Goddess. Mashiach comes, we won't be in Goddess. Sometimes it's a person's financial situation. The terror of the order, the terrorists of having to make a parnosa. When Mashiach comes, there'll be a plenty in the world. There'll be a shepherd of parnosa, no one's going to go with Sometimes the person's health. The person can't expand himself fully if he's not well. When Mashiach comes, there'll be no sickness. Mashiach so provides the perfect setting to keep the Torah and do the mitzvahs. And if we need it to be a base in English, so that there can be those mitzvahs which are based in the Karbanas, the rest of English, there'll be another base in English. And if we need all of Eretz Yisrael to be back in Eretz Yisrael, so that we can fulfill those mitzvahs, which means that all the Jews should be in Eretz Yisrael, that will happen too. I shall bring everyone back to Eretz Yisrael. Mashiach is the perfect setting for what reason? Not as an end in its own right. But as we said before, that if you want to be able to achieve all Tariyag mitzvahs and to achieve them in the best possible way, Mashiach provides that thing. Mashiach provides the bonus level, so to speak, that we can acquire in the mitzvahs, all of them, in the perfect way. And if we, we saw the beforehand, and if we will, whatever we put in, will be met with more to destroy We'll understand the Torah to a greater level. We'll be able to connect to Hashem to a greater level. That's the setting of your Mashiach. Kadesh Yupnoyim the Torah of Avodah. The Olam our final reward, depends on how much we do get. And if that's the case, Mashiach provides us with the absolutely best circumstances. The perfect setting to maximize the opportunities to learn to do this. But if that's the case, we can ask the question. It's not fair for all the Jews who were tzaddikim and who wanted to do that. And Akadosh Baruch decided that they were going to live in other parts of history, in other centuries, in other times. And they never got to have that opportunity. 
Think of the greatest of Kalyushram. Think of the Vilnagan. So because he left 300 years ago in Vilna, he never brought a apartment. Think about the Vilna time. So because he left through the time of the Crusades, he couldn't do many mitzvahs. He was hiding from, was hiding from his life. Think about so many, every, every god we know for the last 2,000 years, who's been in goddess, and didn't have the opportunity to maximize their potential, and didn't have the opportunity to do how much they could have had a base of English. Can you imagine had the Chafetz Chaim been a kind of a base of English? He was dying for them. So why can't all the Jews who were tzaddikim throughout history come with the time that we never got that chance? We never had the opportunity. And the answer is, that's what the Muslim Mashiach is for. It's going to give all of those tzaddikim an opportunity. Chazal tell us, and Sinatim Apostolik, that there will be a Tchiyas Amesim at the time of Mashiach. But a select Tchiyas Amesim. Not for everybody. Chazal say, Koran is Abel al Yerushalayim, a person who misses Yerushalayim, a person who mourns for Yerushalayim, which means he feels there's something missing that I don't have Yerushalayim, he is the one who's going to be Zaycha to see it rebuilt. And if it's not during his lifetime, then there'll be a Tchiyas Amesim. So then you'll have that opportunity. That all those tzaddikim who tried as best they could in the circumstances that they were in to do as much to do as many mitzvahs as they could, but they never were zeichet to see the Torah. They will be zeichet to see the Torah. Because Baruch will bring them back to give them also that chance. And it's not just Gedaliyah. It applies to everybody here. If we can feel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're trying our best in the situation we are in. And if that's the case, we would also gain so much more. If we would be in a time of the base of then we also zeichu to that bracha. Anybody who feels that they're missing something because we don't have Yerushalayim, will be zeichet. will be zeichet to see Yerushalayim. will be zeichet to have that opportunity of Yerushalayim Mashiach. And by talking here today on Asara B'Tavis and trying to feel what are we missing without the Beis HaMikdash? And we start to feel we would have so much more if we would have the Beis HaMikdash. If we can feel that way then we guaranteed that we'll be there to enjoy it. We guaranteed we'll be there to experience it. Call Hamid everyone who is Misabul in Everybody who feels that they're missing out on something because they can't serve Hashem as much as they want to, will be there to have the privilege to participate in serving Hashem. <laughs> When the rest of the is rebuilt. <coughs> Let's look at a few comments again from Chazal about what the future is going to look like. 
The Rambam brings the Pasuk when he's told, we said today, a person can expand himself in learning Torah, and yet the amount he's known, he knows is going to be limited. But when the base of English is rebuilt, we'll know much more. Says the Rambam brings the Pasuk, because when the Mashiach comes, Knowledge of the Torah, knowledge of Hashem, will be full of the world. Everybody will know much more. And we spoke about the fact that when we daven, are we going to be able to hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu's response? Yes. Hashem says, Which means, everybody at the time will be like to the Ruchi, to the Ruch HaKadosh. Not just the greatest. Not just the Navi of the dark, the biggest saint. Alkol Basar. And the Pasuk is on. I want to take your children to be Nazirim. The ability to connect to Hashem will be so prevalent. Even the child, who's at the beginning of his journey to Rukhnias, will already be able to experience that interaction with Hashem. So there's not to look forward to. There's not to look forward to. And we guarantee that if we do look forward to that, we'll be zeichet to see it. But there's one, one last point I want to talk about. Someone which is up and asked. And I want to share with you a beautiful, beautiful principle of the Mara. One of the things the Gemara says will happen when Mashiach comes is HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take away the Yetzirah. You learn from the Pasuk? Hashem will take away the Yetzirah. Why will Hashem do that? It's like we saw before. Because Yemosha Mashiach is the optimal time to serve Hashem with nothing to interfere. Nothing to distract us. Nothing to prevent us doing the most we can. And the Yetzirah is a very big distraction. He does a lot to prevent people doing what they could. Achieving what they could. So just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take away every other source of interference, he'll take away the Yetzirah too. But the question is always asked. And that is, if there's no Yetzirah, if there's no challenge, if it's not hard to do the right thing, what are we being rewarded for? So, let's learn together a magnificent Gemara. The Gemara says on the passage, <laughs> Avram listened to Hashem's voice, and he listened to the mitzvahs, the chukim, everything Hashem would like to command. Says the Gemara, Motsinu Shekiyam Avram Avinu is kona Torah. Avram Avinu kept the entire Torah. And on that, the Gemara has one more line. The Gemara says, even Erev Tashem. You know what Erev Tashem is? Erev Tashem is a dinder that at Yom Tov falls on a Friday, and you want to cook on Yom Tov, so you have to put aside food on Thursday and air on Yom Tov, and you can cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos. Asks the Mara. If you're looking for an example 
of the fact that Abram kept the whole term. We can't find a better example than Eretz Hashem. Why is it so significant? But before I share with you the Maral's answer, I want to ask you another question. How could Abram keep the whole Torah? We just said before, a lot of the mitzvahs of the Torah need a base of English. And Abram didn't have a base of English. A lot of the mitzvahs of the Torah need a base then. And Abram didn't have a base then. They need a part of Abram didn't have that either. For sure, Abram would be the servant of Hashem to a tremendous level. But how could Abram keep the whole Torah? It wasn't practical. Just like for today, a lot of the Torah is not practical. So we put the Gemara to say that Abraham kept his Kola Torah, what does that mean? So now let's learn together what the Maral says. The Maral says like this. The idea of Eretz of Shiri is a person is allowed to cook for Shabbos. A person needs to cook for Shabbos. You can't cook for Shabbos itself. But when Yantar falls before Shabbos, one can't start cooking on Yom Tov Shabbos. The idea of Eretz of I already began before Yom I already began in the Moisachol. I already began during the week. I've begun before Yom Tov. If I began before Yom Tov, I can continue on Yom Tov. But if I didn't begin before Yom Tov, then when Yom Tov comes in, it's too late to start. Says the Marah. We know that Olam Abba is compared to Shabbos. This world is compared to Yemay Sachov. Says the Maram. And Yemay Sachov is compared to Yom And therefore, the principle of Erev Tavshirin is that once Yemay Sachov comes, it's too late to start. You can't start preparing on Yom Tov for Shabbos. If a person's only going to start thinking about the Olam Abbot and doing the right thing and being a Tzadik, when Mashiach's already come, it's too late. But if a person starts preparing for Shabbos, when it's still during the week, before Yom Tov comes in, if a person's already started planning for the Olam Abbot before Mashiach comes, then you're allowed to continue in your Mesa Mashiach. If you started cooking on the way before Yom Tov, you can continue cooking the whole Yom Tov for Shabbos. If a person starts playing the Olam above now before Mashiach comes, he can utilize the Mesa Mashiach to do more and more and more. But for a person, not a neighbor, who missed that opportunity and didn't do anything before Mashiach comes, once Mashiach comes, it's too late. I always say, the fact that we're still waiting, and Hashem hasn't brought Mashiach, think of it as Hashem's chesed for all those who haven't started yet. He's still holding out for them. They still have the chance to start. Because if Mashiach comes, someone who hasn't yet begun, they don't have the chance to start. If it's not yet the time Mashiach, he hasn't yet come, so Hashem's holding out as long as it's possible, maybe more Jews will start. Maybe more Jews will begin because that way they can also gain from your Mesa Mashiach. And now let's go back to Abraham Avinu. Abraham was the kind of the whole Torah. That's not possible. 
Abram didn't have the opportunity to make him the whole time. That's the Gemara. That's true. That's true because he made an error of Tachirin. Abram Avinu did what he could do in his lifetime. He began. He did a tremendous amount. But because of that, when Yemaisa Mashiach comes, Abram will continue. He will be back here with Yemaisa Mashiach to bring Karbanas, to do all the messages he didn't have a chance to do before. Guaranteed. That's the principle you're speaking about. A person who begins before Mashiach comes. And a person who has the Ratsan. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if only I could do more. So he is going to give an opportunity to continue to, to advance, to develop more and more, to achieve more and more in Yemaisa Mashiach. If that's the case, we can already say that Abraham Ravino was Makayim's Karakarakul. Whatever he could do, he did. And whatever he wasn't shy to do, so he looked forward to the opportunity of U.S. Mashiach would be able to do it then too. We asked the question. We asked the question, there's not yet Sahara Mashiach. What are we going to get Sahara for? And the answer is, Yemusa Mashiach is the opportunity to continue with what we achieve now. Now there is a Yetzirah. And now it's sometimes hard for us to do the right thing. It's hard to get up and down when we're tired. It's hard to not talk Gosh when you have something good to say. It's hard to remember all the many halakhas of Hilchus Shabbos. Now there is a Yetzirah. Now we, are, we do face challenges. But the success that we have now in doing the right thing. In overcoming the answer right now, so now we will be given Yemaisa Mashiach as a chance to continue the same way. What we began to cook before Shabbos, we can do more and more. If we utilize the chance now, when Mashiach hasn't yet come, hasn't yet come, in order to achieve more, then we'll be given the opportunity to do, do more when Mashiach comes. <coughs> And to be rewarded for that as well. But again, for those people who unfortunately, unfortunately, they never took advantage of the opportunity now. They never had the occasion where they overcame the Yetzirah now. So to begin with Mashiach comes, when there's no Yetzirah, when there's no challenge, to start then a person can't do. Once Yetzirah comes in, it's too late to start. To sum up, Thinking about, focusing on, remembering Yerushalayim is such a central part of the Jewish calendar. So many days of the year are dedicated to reminding us of Yerushalayim. It forms so much a part in so many mitzvahs we do. Whether it's putting ash in the house, whether it's breaking a glass under the chuppah, in many other mitzvahs too, we have the reminder of Yerushalayim. Why? Because if you understand the principle we spoke about today, that's a feeling which is always with us. Because we want to achieve. We want to get to Elam 
And the whole time we have the feeling that as much as we can do, there's so much we can't. As much as we can try, there's so much we aren't yet able to achieve. If this would be the time of Mashiach, we'd be able to go so much further. We'd be able to do so much more. But that's a good feeling to have. It pushes us to want more. It pushes us to think about the time when we'll be Zaykh we'll never to, do, to get more. Because that's the guarantee that we'll be Zaykh The more we remember what things were like when there was a Basin Mikdash, the more we think about what things are going to be when there's a Basin Mikdash once again. It's not something we've forgotten about. It's not something we think we don't need today because it's such a successful from world. On the contrary, the more success we have, the more it makes us feel, can you imagine how much more successful we would be? Can you imagine how much more we would gain for what we're doing? That feeling, that feeling of Sipisali Yeshua, there's what to look forward to. Not just because the Christ are being persecuted. Not just because we have problems to take care of. No. But because you want to get to Elam and you want the opportunity to maximize our potential to get to Elam We want to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you want the opportunity where our mitzvahs will bring us closer to Hashem. If that's the tzipir, if that's what we're looking towards, it's looking forward, it's not looking back. It's not looking back sadly at what it was and what we've lost. That's just telling us, knowing what we were, looking back to what we had, helps us look forward hopefully to what we're going to get. Look forward with excitement to what's going to be. Because, as we said before, the fact that we're able to do that, that itself is the guarantee that we're going to be zeichet to it. For a person who's forgotten the concept of Yerushalayim, and he thinks that what we see today, that's the free world there is. So, I was satisfied with what I had, I never looked for more. But a person who always remembers, there is more. There's so much more. And I've never lost sight of the fact that I want to get there. That's the person who's guaranteed that he'll be zayichah to see and to experience time with Shia. If it's in his lifetime, and if not, there's a special Tresa Mason for that. Finish again with the Gemara which said before, Kora Misabel al-Yerushalayim. Anybody who can feel that they're missing something, but they don't have Yerushalayim, zayichah v'arayim b'chorbam. He will be zaycheh to see it rebuilt. He'll be zaycheh to be given that opportunity. And looking, looking at the difference between the two, what one can do now, what we are doing now, is just the Erev Hashem. It's just that first dish. It's the one thing we've cooked now, compared to the amount that we'll be able to achieve later. To finish, firstly, once again, to thank the seminary for opportunity to speak, thank you for listening, and with the bracha that we should all be zaychad, like we said today in the seichas, that the tzaymari, the tzaymachamishi, the tzaymashvi, the tzaymashiri, the four fast days of the year, which are the korban, they'll all be yafah, the sachas, the muslim, the simcha. They'll all become days of celebration. When Mashiach comes, and it is not just the day where we commemorate what we've lost, it's the day we celebrate what we now have once again.